Here's here's where I think the issue lies. I think Kyle Shanahan is terrified of Jimmy Garoppolo. I genuinely do. I think Kyle Shanahan is terrified of the turnover that's lurking with Jimmy Garoppolo. And because he's terrified of that, his play calling is incredibly conservative. And we see that not only with the 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 pass plays and the and the and the run you know, the run ratio, right? Which, although last night they did throw more than they ran, and I think part of that is because he also recognizes that his run game is not where he wants it to be right now. Although that Jeff Wilson touchdown, if you there's a on Twitter you can find it. There is a a video of from behind the line of scrimmage of that run, and it's straight up a work of art. Like you watch that blocking and the timing and the execution, and and I I quote tweeted that and I said, look, passes are great and all, but this is this is aesthetically beautiful. Like it is so uh, a well-blocked zone run scheme is aesthetically beautiful. It looks incredible the way that the, the timing works and everything. So I think that part of why we see these 17 points, 20 points, less than 20 points is because he's Kyle Shanahan is straight up terrified that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to turn the ball over because that is what he has experienced over the course of Jimmy Garoppolo's career. As Al tweeted out, uh, was it last week or the week before? Jimmy Garoppolo has more turnovers than games started as a 49ers quarterback if you include interceptions and fumbles lost. That is a death knell for, for any team. Right. If you lose the turnover battle, you're pretty much cooked. And so I think the issue lies in his his desire to to keep the game out of Jimmy Garoppolo's hands. And so I don't know what that looks like moving forward. And and to me, like you said, Al, you got to go for it on that fourth down like Mm -hmm. I know I, I understand both sides, right? If if you kick the field goal, you go up by eight, you trust your defense, right? I think it says you trust your defense more by going for it because what you're saying is, no, sorry, like you're not going 99 on us. There's no mm-hmm. way. Now, I I said that and someone replied, a, a buddy of mine who's a who's a, a, a football coach, and, and he said, well, what if Jimmy throws a pick six? And I'm like, no, I'm not saying throw it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw it on fourth down. Right. But you've got to step on their necks at that point. And you've got to you've you've got to end the game right there. You've got to snatch yep. their soul like your defense has been doing all game. But you're too conservative. And I think you're too conservative because you're so damn afraid of the guy under center and 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 the turnover waiting to happen. And so my question is, is Kyle Shanahan going to get over that? Right. Because. There's a difference between throwing or turning the ball over, but also, you know, throwing for two touchdowns, right? If you're throwing for two and giving one away, that's better, right? But Jimmy Garoppolo's touchdown to interception ratio is 1.6 to one, which is essentially saying for every touchdown he throws, he's throwing an interception. That's not going to cut it, right? Which is why they went away from him. But this is who you have for the season. You've got nothing else. So you you got to figure it out because, like you said, Al, a broken coverage, and all of a sudden you lose that game, and it's like, how did we lose this game when our defense was all world? Well, we did it because our offense is too scared to 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 throw the ball and try and put up points. 
Yeah, I thought, Zane, I thought you made a good point about Kelsey. You know, and I feel like there's a lot of excuses that go around for Kittle, or not a lot, but you see some. Bottom line is he's one of your best players, and you give the ball to one of your best players. Kittle is, you know, in between the 20s, Kittle's amazing. And mm-hmm. last eight games now, 21 catches for 220 yards. You know, I understand he's going to block sometimes. That doesn't mean you can't design plays for him. That doesn't mean you can't get him involved. That You know, so, I, you know, I, I, I do – think that has to change. And if they were scoring 30 points a game and he wasn't getting the ball, I say, well, all right, you know, other guys are maybe coming up or whatever, but again, they're not, they're not scoring. It's been a problem. If they're going to take that next step, they need to start doing that. So it's definitely something to critique and talk about for sure. Do you want to talk though about Debo as we you know, don't have a ton of time here left. And I feel like we, we need to give this guy his due because I cannot remember a 49ers player who just carries the team on offense like he's doing so he came into last night with 12 catches for 131 yards receiving wise okay and we talked last week that he could have had 220 yards on a couple if he he was hit on a couple of those passes against denver so i don't feel the numbers really did justice to what he he was still doing on the field and last night he goes six for 115 and, and one touchdown you know just we're just talking receiving here he now has four career games with over 100 yards after the catch and last night was another one. So you have six catches for 115 yards and 100 of those are after the catch. You know, it just basically tells you they're just giving him the ball and saying, here, go do it. And this was a game, again, if he didn't put the Superman cape on, on that 57-yard touchdown screen, or, or it wasn't a screen, it was a short, what was it, about a 10-yard pass maybe, um, the Niners might not win this game. So we saw it with him last year where he just put the team on his back and he's doing it again. And I just think it, it, you have to give it credit never ceases to amaze me. The guy's unbelievable. And he is just putting this team on his back. It's Debo and the D Debo and the defense. That's what it is. Um, there that defense is carrying the ball and Debo Debo is carrying the offense. And it's, it's just, it's been incredible to watch. 78% of, I would say 78% of Jimmy Garoppolo's yards last night, uh, were accounted for in yards after the catch. Um, one quick percent. One, one, one quick stat for you guys about turnovers. Uh, so Matthew Stafford has turned the ball over now uh, 26 times in 23 games by being with uh, the, the Rams. So uh, I think that, and, and the, you could say the offset of that is like he's, he threw 40 touchdowns last year. I mean, it's because his coach lets him throw, right? Lets him throw through it. So I think that there's the, the idea that Cal has to figure it out. I think that, that that is a valid sort of thing. But getting to Debo, so I, there are very few people that are better in this league with the ball in their hands. And I think that Debo, he kind of mentioned after the game, he doesn't care if he's running the ball or, or catching the ball. He treats everything like, like a rushing play, right? And that's how he avoids defenders. And the highlight play that he had, obviously, was, was you know that long touchdown where he plucked it out of the air and essentially like undressed the Rams defense. But if you look at the rest of that play, George Kittle flattens two guys out there in the middle of the field. And Debo makes Rams a miss. Ayuk has the last block at the goal line where he basically pancakes the DB. I mean, it was just the team rallying together. And that's what this team is, right? Like they they look for guys that will do their job. And I think that it's not just, you know, Debo and the defense to me. I think it's it's a whole team effort, right? Like the offensive line was able to give the quarterback time to throw. Like they had a mostly clean sheet yesterday the uh, the player the role players that are that are throwing blocks down the field like it's not just a couple of guys i feel like you know debo and, and these guys are getting the attention because they're the ones making the plays but like go back and look at that replay and the entire team is rallying down the field it's fantastic to see because if, if they don't do that then he doesn't score so not to take anything away from debo because like he's like i said he's one of my two favorite players on the team this year 
but just a, a fantastic team effort play. And those short little dump offs to him, Al, I think it's it's because Kyle realizes that the running game is just not working. And those little dump offs essentially are, are five yard little bubble screen plays are acting as, as running plays for them. Right. And that'll work for like a, a game or two or three, but I think that hopefully, you know, as, as they get healthier at the running back position, they can kind of figure that out. But yeah. I mean, Debo all world, unbelievable player, unbelievable play. They be, where would they be without him right now? Maybe dead. It, it's not only the run though. It's also it's third and 10 and third and 12. And you're just trying to give yourself room and he's, he's getting 30 yard gains. He's scoring. Him, yeah. yeah. It's what he's doing is, is nothing short of amazing. And, and if he was not there, I shudder to think what this offense would be because they're not doing much else without him. So yeah, they they converted a, another third and long later on in the game with the, that preceded the goal, missed field goal. It was like third and twelve, and Debo converted that right. Like it's just they're just these plays that you're just like oh ho hum now that are are if you're like a fan from another team, you you look at this guy. We're used to it, so it's like oh wow, just another day at the office, right? But if you're a fan from another team, number one, it must be so frustrating because this guy is just killing you. And number two, like you must be like, wow, I want my own Debo Samuel because he can literally do it all. Hey, I gotta, I have to break in here. Al Sacco, Aaron Judge just hit sixty-two. I know. I'm, wa- I'm watching it on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations there it is, Al. That's Current awesome. New York Yankee. Hopefully, never future Sam. Future Giant. Future Giant Aaron Judge. Sixty-two home runs. I say they actually showed Judge uh, on NFL Live today because they broke in in the first game. It was the ninth inning, and uh, I was watching NFL Live on ESPN, and they broke in, and then he grounded out to short. But they they then showed clips of him playing uh, high school football at Linden, uh, a high school here in Northern California. Um, but yeah, he was like six six four out there. But uh, but yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the, again, like you said, Zane. The, the the running game is not there. And and I don't I mean, I don't know what Jordan Mason did to Kyle Shanahan. I don't know if he kicked his dog. I don't know if, you know, he, you know, wrote something nasty about him in the, you know, in the locker room or whatever. But for whatever reason, that guy just cannot even get a sniff on the field. Um, and so I'm not sure what's what's going on there, but it, it feels like he's Shanahan is like I, all I have is Jeff Wilson right now. And then I've got Debo. And so, yeah, those those bubble screens, uh, those wide receiver screens are just an extension of the run game. And it's just getting the ball into your playmaker's hands. And there isn't arguably a better uh, open field runner with the ball in his hands than Debo Samuel, not just because he's fast and shifty. He's fast. He's not his long speed isn't, you know, incredible, but his quickness and his and his just ability to take punishment Jalen Ramsey made a business decision on that Debo touchdown. And, and, and I mean, it was the right business decision, but it was the wrong uh, image decision because he looked like a clown. Uh, And then my favorite part is if, if, again, if you go on Twitter, uh, there's video of, of that play from, uh, I think from the stands, but behind the play, and you can actually see Mike McGlinchey trailing the play. And then he, and then he sees Debo score and he runs over to Jalen Ramsey and you can tell he just talks shit to Jalen Ramsey. And then Jalen Ramsey right. pushes him and then McGlinchey just keeps running. And I was like, way to go, That's Mike. Right. I love it. I love it. But, <laughs> but yeah, he, he clowned, he clowned Jalen Ramsey. Um, and, and he does that almost every game, right? He just runs through. He ran through Bobby Wagner. He ran right through Bobby Wagner's face, almost scored a touchdown on that. Right. So he's just unafraid with the ball in his hands. And, 
in that game, he got up to almost 21 miles an hour, which I believe is the first time uh, that uh, a 49er runner uh, got past 20. Jeff Wilson also got 20 uh, on his touchdown, but Talanoa Hufunga got up to 21 on his interception return, which I thought was interesting because the big knock on him was his speed, right? And he even said it in his post-game press conference. He's like, I actually thought Stafford was going to get me and he's like, that's where my 40 time kind of hurts me. And then it's like, well, no, you you got up to 21 miles an hour. Like, you can't really expect anything more than that. But Debo is going to continue to carry this offense until this offense can either get its running game going to open up the pass game uh, or until Kyle Shanahan finally uh, lets go or, or loosens the reins a little bit and opens up the playbook a little bit more and allows Jimmy Garoppolo to to, to – to th- make plays downfield regardless of whether he's afraid he's going to throw an interception or not. But this offense isn't going to do anything until, until those things happen. There is no reason that Charlie Werner should get more targets than George Kittle. There's no reason. There's zero reason. So there's one comment about uh, the running game out there because people don't fear Jimmy. Well, yes and no. So they've been running against stacked boxes for five years now. They've they're used to it. And they've had success doing it. The running game isn't there right now because you're missing the best left tackle in the NFL and Hall of Fame left tackle. And your first, your, your number one running back who has the speed to be able to turn some of these five, six yard gains into 20 yard gains. And that is, that is the crux of it, really. That, those, those two things right there. And on top of that, you have three of the, the five offensive line positions that are basically either new or uh, returning from injury. So that is what is plaguing the running game right now. And yes, they're stacking the box against Jimmy Garoppolo. That doesn't help. But really, they're, they've seen this for the last four plus years with him at quarterback. So, and they've been able to be successful at it. So, I, you know, I don't buy that. Like, that's the only reason. It is a reason, but it's not the only reason. So, anyways, guys, this, this was a this was a fun win. It was really fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. Honestly, they should have won by more because Gold missed the field goal and they should have gone for it for the touchdown. So essentially, that's seven more points that are that are left on the table. This no, this would not have even been a cl- as close of a game as it was. It was it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I did not expect a blowout. I definitely did not. So that yeah. was that was a, a pleasant surprise. And uh, you know what? The other thing that happened this week that uh, might help that running game is that Bobby Turner came back. Right, running back coach Bobby Bobby yep. Turner came back. And yep. so my thought is possibly what that allows is for. Um, uh, Anthony Lynn to spend a little bit more time really kind of game planning the running game as opposed to being the running backs coach. And then I imagine Bobby Turner has some say in the, in the running game as well. So I, it, it's starting to get better, right? I think they're, they're figuring out what they can and cannot do with the guys that they have in that room right now. And they're starting to figure it out. And Jimmy's starting to get his feet under him. I think we're going to start to see better offensive performances. Um, we're, coming up against some defenses that aren't great. Although Phil snow and Carolina does, does run a pretty interesting, interesting, uh, a defense there. Um, but they play Carolina after that. I mean, sorry, they play Atlanta after that and then, uh, Kansas city. And then they, they see the Rams again. So, uh, I, I think it's going to get going, but man, like you said, Al, they, this, we can't, we can't dream super bowl. We can dream super bowl with this defense. We can't dream super bowl with this offense just yet. Yeah, and we'll see. Like, there's a couple winnable games coming up for sure, and then it gets a little dicey as well with Kansas City and with the Rams again, which be you know be a tough game the second time you're playing them. But 
you know, for right now, for this week anyway, definitely good vibes. We'll get into in our late show later this week more about this Carolina game, what the Niners need to do, what they're walking into against the Panthers, and where we think they're going to go in terms of are they going to win this game? Probably, but we'll talk about it. So until then, for Brian and Zane, this is out. Peace. Later.